0: Welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster army. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Alright. It's raining. We made it. It's a good thing. Welcome to the Science Patrol. Yeah, Welcome to the Science Patrol. <laughs> That's where you were but going. <laughs> thanks, Babs, for that good intro. Everybody, I just want to welcome you once again to another episode of the Science Patrol, your Ultraman Podcast. Ah, uh, my name is Rich Connor. I am your host, and with me, as always, is Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody, how are you? So, episode three, Ultraman G. We are rocketing along nicely. And uh, little little hiccup with the Crunchyroll today due to high traffic, but we worked it out. <coughs> yeah, Everything yeah. was fine. Worked out well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some good five minutes to get to there, but it worked out. Yep, it's a beautiful thing. So, and I'm I'm confused. Why on a Monday morning mm, would they have high traffic? You maybe think- something just came out. What time does... Let's ask the he audience. It came out yesterday, I think. Uh, comes out on Saturday. Darn it. I was kind of hoping everybody's looking forward to watching Gene so much. Yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, it does get a big bump. It does get a big bump. Okay. It may come out on Saturday night. Because I think it did used to come out on Saturday nights because when I would try to watch um, X... Right. When it was new. Yeah. Um... I was constantly having trouble Saturday night because Everybody was trying some to crazy anime thing also came out on, I want to yeah. say like One Piece or something and uh, yeah. You no can't shot. win for losing on okay. that. Okay. <coughs> Congested servers like crazy. Well that's why I mean there's other websites in the United States now that are noticing a complete drop in traffic when Game of Thrones is on. Yeah. Oh sure. They're down like for that hour, sure. Really notice it, sure. Yeah, I mean, because you you know, people people are are watching watching it as it comes out, not waiting for anything else. Well, it's considering that you can't DVR it, yes, you can really, can you? Yeah, absolutely. I guess, yeah, if you have HBO, that's right. Good, as long as you have HBO, you can DVR it. All right. But then people don't want to go to work on Monday and be like, don't you see the Jon and Joe got killed by the dragon and got yeah, stabbed, and then there was boobies and did wine. you see what that guy did over the, uh, yeah. there? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: somebody asked me, like, don't spoil Game of Thrones for me. And I typed back, I'm like, boobs and wine. Yeah, pretty much. There's your den dragons. There's your spoiler. She was like, well, fair enough, that's good. That's great. <laughs> She's like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I got some news for you, pal. Uh-oh. We have news. To update um, before we did this, Chao, the company that Subaraya is having the copyright dispute with, right. with, is releasing an Ultraman movie in China. Okay. It is a CG Ultraman movie. It looks absolutely terrible. Um, oh, okay. It's been fair enough. Like, that bad? Like, bad, bad. bad, bad. Oh. Like, bad, 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 bad. Okay. Featuring the original Ultraman. Um, okay and I believe it is called Hold on, I can pull this up fairly quickly Um, It is a um, Where is it now? Chinese firm accused of making Ultraman film without copyright permission Um, Chinese film company has made a film about one of Japan's most iconic superheroes without any permission Thank you to ChinaFilmInsider.com by the way The CG film called Dragon Force So Long Ultraman (laughs) Okay. <laughs> was unveiled at a press conference in Beijing in early June. Helming to production is Wang Wei, cr- creator of Blue Ark Animation and Wauki Zhang will be the main voice actor. Okay. Good old Wauki Zhang. That guy. Star of m- all your favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Subarea is like our company is not connected to this at all. Uh, this motion picture in big. question was made without any consent or supervision. Okay. So so has stated it will take firm action, including legal measures. So But the Chinese don't seem to care about that, which is No, but if they take this into an international court, say an American court, right. it is possible that we can finally clear up who owns what. Who owns what, and that Chiao is doing this on erroneous right. BS. Peace. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Fake documentation. Hope. I hope so, because yeah. would you lo- not love to see a reasonably priced Ultraman Blu ray set in America? Yeah, I know I would. Yeah. Ultraman X just came it. out on Blu ray in Japan. Okay. Okay. It's $200. You know. No. No. no it's not subtitled no. either, just so you know. Well, it's just so Japanese. It's in Japanese yep. without English subtitles. Nope. Yeah, no shot. Because it's, it's, Jap- right. it's for the Japan market. I right, understand, right, right. That. And you said it's a rent- big it's a big, big rental, big market. rental market. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can get Ultraman on at least DVD for the kids. That's that's gettable. Okay. And it's in English. Okay. So it's, yeah, the same Ultraman that we watched. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. we can get that for him. That's easy. That's easy. You might have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um, but like this is something that this this could do it. Um. Um, UMC, which is uh, part of Blue Arc Animation, tried to sue um, Subaraya posting episodes featuring Ultraman on YouTube because uh, UMC says that violates its licensing deal for the rights to the character. And it's like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> it's, it's basically going to have to go to court to see yeah. who owns what. Yeah, and and then once they figure out who does own what and how it works out then they can start to argue over everything else. But until you figure out who has complete ownership... Yeah, I think it basically comes down to, look, uh, Suborea owns this. You guys have done nothing with the characters for... Ages. 30 years. Right. 30 years. Oh, I and it. it's not until things like Jeed, Orb, Ultraman X that the visibility has come back again. Yeah, has grown outside of Japan and they're like, well, we own these five series for distribution outside of Japan <sighs> but they don't see. The thing is, they can distribute those series but only those series. Not the characters. They can't do anything new with the characters. Oh, they can't do a new movie featuring I those gotcha. characters. They can't, so they're already violating the terms of their fake paperwork anyway. Right, right, right. right. So now Super a is going to be able to say, okay, yeah, you might this own right. just these five, but w- we own which we, everything else. Which we dispute anyway. Right, right. But I mean, they might just call it a day at, you own just these... F- I don't want them to do that. No, I want them to get back. I'm not, them I'm to not arguing that you want them to. But they might, just for future's sake, say, okay, you own just those five, yeah. just those series, not the characters themselves. Yeah. You own those five, whatever you do with the five, we can't argue, but we own everything else, including the characters, and we're going to use your characters going forward. Yeah. Tough luck. Yeah, which they have been doing, obviously. The original Ultraman is part of the lore of Ultraman Jeed. Right, right. So, but here's here's the crux of it. The only thing that they have done is, one, managed to put out the original Ultraman here on DVD. Right. Ultra 7 and Ultra Q. Okay. That's it. They're still... Two more series, or at least two or three more, I think maybe they own seven series, but regardless, that have not come out. But they don't own the high definition masters. Oh, which you'd want to they get for the Blu-ray to get I the would like to see that. an Ultraman Blu-ray, sure. Yeah. That would be great. That would be fantastic. There's a guy who has made a bootleg of it. It's like fifty bucks. It's not terrible. And, no, it's not. But it's they took the Japanese Blu-rays and then ripped them. Right. Re-added all the English stuff and then re-ripped it and is producing these bootleg so, box sets. Right, right, right. I don't advocate that sort of thing, but if that's the unless only, way, it's the only way you can get it, yeah. in which case, believe me, the minute Subrea gets these rights back and releases a box set in America right. with Shout Factory we'll be there. and it's a reasonable price because it should be um, take my money. Take my money. I have enough. enough Ultraman DVDs, legitimate <laughs> and otherwise, that would at least show that I am willing to fork over my hard earned dollars to get even f- better quality. For men in monster suits yes. beating yes. each other up. Let's be <laughs> honest. Um, also, at the press conference, they had a guy dressed up in an Ultraman mask in body paint. So okay. he was body painted as Ultraman. As Ultraman. Which is fine, except you can see the bottom of his feet. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, the no, Ultraman no, mask no. is also terrible. I don't think yeah, they yeah, showed yeah. a really good picture of it. But it's bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least put Ultraman shoes on them. <laughs> not asking a whole Ooh, those heck those Chuck of Taylors would have been nice. Anything? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Ultraman Chucks would have been Oh, <laughs> uh, How did they not get Ultraman Chuck to, exactly? to do the to Ultraman, do the Chuck, Ultraman Chuck Taylor? <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. We're not asking a whole Nobody's heck of a lot. Nobody's thinking. thinking. <laughs> Nobody's thinking. But yeah, there's all sorts of things that you could do. Um, I really think that US, somebody in the US court has to go, listen, this is not legal. This is not Nobody right would there. sign this A is napkin. not the right paperwork. Right. This is not the right letterhead. None of this. Nobu Subaria would not sign his name in English characters. True, true. We would have done it, he Japanese would have done it in he spoke Japanese. Japanese and that would have been the signature, right. obviously. Like it's not kosher. Yeah, it, it's just Super should have never issued the apol. issued like an apology letter for inconveniencing them, like to kind of shut them up. Right, right. And that's what they use to prove that Oh, that they own it. Yeah, because, yeah they, hey, they hoodwinked one. them basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. hoodwinked them. That's again. Uh, if you really need to hear the story of this, go to the Kaiju Cast website and look for the episode. Um, about Chayo and Suburea. Um And I time. can't think of a guy's name. I want to say it's Matt Frank, but it's not Matt Frank. It's, um... Oh, Hell's Bells. I don't know. No. Off the top of my head. Um, we'll if I can think of it during the course of the podcast, I will amend it. Uh, another news alert. Ultraman Cosmos attacked by poisonous caterpillar. Huh? It's a real thing. Um, it is the... Uh, the actor... Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Known to tokusatsu fans as Musashi, uh, the lead in Ultraman Cosmos, has been fighting a lot more than giant monsters recently, Patrick. Obviously, he got hit by a poisonous caterpillar. According to his blog, he got some extremely unpleasant attention from a poisonous hairy caterpillar, enough that he had to go to the doctor. Really? He woke up itching all over to discover he was covered in bites. Concerned, he took his issue. How many caterpillars could he have been hit by? all told, he ended up with two hundred bites. Oh, good God! Apparently, from a poisonous hairy caterpillar. One caterpillar Uh, is what it says, or maybe fifty doing it four times. We don't know the math. but nonetheless, (laughs) he's He's apparently fine. Um, but still itchy. Uh, but he's receiving treatment from his dermatologist, and he urges his readers to be careful when they go out and watch for insects to avoid getting in this situation. And oh, good God. And so, I didn't know that there were poisonous caterpillars. Best of luck. Welcome to the other side of the world where True. everything wants to kill you. <laughs> you know, everybody gives Australia a lot of guff for that. Well, everything but, I'll show you is supremely deadly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then you go... Oh, but wait! Japan's real close to that. Some stuff swims, you know, <laughs> no, not as much as you'd think, because the, the continental shelves between—no, I know—between Australia and Asia are actually tremendous. I, no, I realize they're not that close. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but geographically, they're close enough that they, they have. Look at all the weird stuff. Isn't it? Isn't the stink bug from China or Japan? I don't. Yeah, it. it's irritating Chinese stink bug. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, cool looking, but then they, they stink like hell if oh. you try to kill them. Yeah. Oh yes, they do. Yes, yeah, they do. Yes, I discovered that when I killed my first one before uh, knowing what it was. Uh, Pungent. Yes, deep As soon as I saw when I looked at it, I said, "What in bug?" And my wife said, "Yeah, that's a stink bug. You don't kill that. I'm yeah, thinking, you just well, let it out. Yeah, let him out. Try to get him, kill him outside. Get him outside. Yeah. And that's fine. And stop the crap out of him. Yeah. Whatever you got to do, hit him with a rock. You doesn't know, doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, as long as he's not in the house. Yeah, yeah. Do not. Yeah, yeah. Look, and I know people are gonna be do like, oh, 'Don't kill bugs.' Right, look, I get it, but you know, they're a menace. Stink <laughs> bugs are a menace. <laughs> I'm all about bugs, guys. I like ladybugs bugs and dragonflies. <laughs> right." A, like lot yes, a lot of dragonflies this year. There certainly are a lot of dragonflies. My kids are going, why are there so many? I don't know, Ooh. but it's great. I love them. <laughs> Nothing you stand, to do with Global warming. If you no. stand real still, they will land on you. I did not know that. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Just, just cool. hold your hand out real still and they will be super on. patient and they will just be like, Zoop. Oh, very nice. You'll yeah. have to try that next time. I see and one. Occasionally, you can bring them in a little bit to get a better look oh, at it. Yeah, it's cool. No. it's cool. Alright, guys, so Back to reality. Onwards to Ultraman Jeed. Uh, episode 3, Salaryman Zero. Yes, which we figured right away, okay, this is where they're going to try to bring in Ultraman Zero and mm-hmm. just some regular guy mm-hmm. who happens to make a salary. And Spoiler, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what they did. <laughs> uh, you know, you are familiar with a salaryman in Japan? No. Okay, salaryman is... Um, let me see if I can get a really good... Um, description, of it? description of a description of a salary man. I mean, I just kind of figure it's a guy that works on a salary. Yeah, it's a worker, but um, I'm trying to just find a. Uh, okay, I'll use the Wikipedia because God bless Wikipedia. Yes, salary man or salaried man refers to a man whose income is salary based, particularly for those working for corporations. It has gradually become accepted in Anglophone countries as a noun for Japanese white-collar worker or businessman. Oh okay. The term salaryman refers exclusively to men for women the term is career woman or for lower prestige jobs Office lady is used. okay. Okay, fair enough. Japan society prepares its people to work primarily for the good of the whole society rather than just for the individual, and a salary man is part of that. They are expected to work very long hours, additional overtime, participate in after-work leisure activities such as drinking, and visiting hostess bars with colleagues, and to value work over all else. Okay. All right, that's a very Japanese thing. Yes, the salaryman typically enters the company after graduating college and stays with that corporation his whole career. Really? Yes. That's very Japanese, because that doesn't happen in America where no. They're expecting nope. you to bounce from job to job to yeah. job. Other popular notions surrounding salarymen include uh, karoshi, or death from overwork. Really? Yes, sir. They expect you to overwork yourself Mm. to death. In conservative Japanese culture, becoming a salaryman is the expected career choice for young men, and those who do not take this career path are regarded as living with stigma and less prestige. Really? Yes, sir. On the other hand, it is sometimes used as a derogatory connotation for total dependence on employer and lack of individuality. Okay. See, that that kind of makes sense. You are just working for that corporation. You're not your own person. You're just a salary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, basically, yeah, they will they will go... Now, if you work as an American in Japan, you are not required to do the overtime. You're not required to do the go drinking, out and do the drinking. All that kind of cause stuff. Because they'll go... They'll work 16 hours and then go, drink and go out drink hours. for four hours. Go home, take two hours of sleep, back to work. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Six days a week, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And Sundays are Sundays are encouraged, but not required. Generally speaking, that's insane. Yeah, that's a, the, I, hence karoishi, Extreme pressure on salarymen can lead to death by overwork. I see. Yeah, they feel intense pressure when we... to fulfill their duty to support their family because of the gendered expectations placed on men. Right. The Japanese government attempted for years to set a limit to the amount of hours one can work. Apparently, it's been prevalent since the seventies. Okay. After thirty years of activism, Japan's Parliament passed a law promoting countermeasures against Katoishi finally in two thousand fourteen. So now they can only work so many hours after yeah. thirty years of fighting it. Good Lord. Apparently two thousand applications are filed by the families of salarymen that die of Katoishi. However, the death toll may be much higher as many of as many as eight thousand the 30,000 annual suicides each year are thought to be work-related. Wow. Yep. Wow. Work yourself until you kill yourself. Yeah. That, I'm sorry, is insane. Yeah, it's first diagnosed as a circulatory disease brought on by stress in the 1970s after the 1973 oil crisis. Um, Oh, good God. In 2002, Kenichi... Ucino, a 30-year-old quality control manager at Toyota, collapsed and died after working 80 hours of unpaid overtime for six months. Oh, good God. So that's 40 hours a week plus 80 hours of unpaid overtime per week. Per, that Oh, God. that's You're there all the time. Yeah. You're there all the time. That's five straight days every week. Yep. Good God. When, okay. I knew, <laughs> I knew the company I used to work for when the software developers were doing a new thing, yeah. they weren't allowed to go home. Oh, good God. Oh, I, God. I, I don't get that. The, yeah. I'm no, sorry. They would very sleep, American. They mean. would sleep under their desk for like two hours, get up. And do right back at it. Yeah. they. I, I knew a guy who was there for solidly two weeks one time. Oh, good God. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, how God. are you alive? Because yeah, yeah. you know, you know you're eating, you're going to eat and go and take a shower at the gym and Come back twenty minutes later, and all. oh, good God! I'm oh, like, that's insane. No, no. no how no, no, do you, no. you know? I get it. And then, you, I mean, you start to get ripe with your clothes as you're in it all the time. Oh, they, you know, they would bring clothes, change of clothes, oh, but yeah, even right, but unless they have it, a washing it. machine in the. I don't know facility. how that even worked. Oh, I don't know how that even worked. I could not imagine. But that's besides. But yeah, so unfair. we meet our salary man who uh, is very nervous. Uh, he uh, the the whole the whole episode opens. Um, well, it with Darklops Dark Zero, yeah. right? Ultraman Gene is fighting with a Darklops Zero. Darklops is a robot, robot version on Ultraman of Ultraman Zero. Zero. Yes, right. If um, you've never seen any Ultraman's before this, you wouldn't know this until it was explained a little bit later. Right, and, um, and this is where I this series really does force you to either, A, pay attention, which I'm not very good at. We're working on it. Or, or, B, have seen a lot of other Ultramen, so you know what they're fighting. Right. Because I don't know all these things, I'll freely admit. Right. And I'm not going to pay him a lot of attention until Rich points <laughs> out, no, this is this guy, he was in the, this, this yeah. is the other thing, okay. What's okay. good about it, though, is you get interested in... Seeing all seeing the, the other, you're like, oh, well, that looks cool. I would like to watch that. Or yeah. I'd like to watch that. But like then, I said, but the difference between this and the Ultraman X that we started to watch and then started watching. Yeah, we had to pair off, off a little bit. X didn't start from you have to know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. This gene is starting from the point of you're supposed to know all this stuff. Yeah. How come you don't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you did, for the slow people, we'll have um, Pega and uh, Rem kind of ramp you up a little, little bit. A little bit. Yeah, they will dox, Doctor Exposition themselves. Right. To get you up to speed. So that way, guys like Maybe me that have no idea what's going on right. will at least have some sort but of. An idea. That's what the cool robot's from. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I get it. So, um, literally starts with a fight in uh, Ogawa. He. Uh, he dodges and blocks the Ultras' attacks until the latter punched the former in the Protector. That sounds hurting. Well, no, that's the little chest thing. Oh, Geet ends up ex- uh, claiming in pain how tough he was. Afterwards, he kicks him away, fires his dark Lops matter at him, which was strong enough to make the color timer go off. Right, and basically shrunk him back down to our regular character. Almost instantly. Well, first um, he decides he's going to use the Eye Sluggers to fight him, but then Ultraman Zero shows up after right, right, appearing right, right. in space Just uh, through the dimensional portal. Yeah, uh, and his his transport is broken. Yeah, wrist thing. Yeah, uh, I forget what thing that's thing called, is right. but his wrist his wrist his wrist gear is broken. and needs repairs. Oh. And so it's another one of those. If you hadn't seen Ultraman Zero or, or any of the Ultraman, you're sitting there going. Wait, what? Who's this guy now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I, that, that's what I'm doing and pretty they, much they ramp it up, and they're like, oh, well, he had a a B as the son of Ultra 7, and he has a beef with Ultraman Belial. Right. And you're like, okay. And he comes down and sees the Dark ops. He's like, oh, my God, is Belial still alive? Exactly. Exactly. And then he looks at Jeed for a second with and the eyes. And he has enough of Belial's look. We said, oh, my God, this thing's got to be Belial. And then he's well. like, no, the eyes are wrong. Yeah, they're not exactly. Yeah, something's blind. not right, and then he disappears because he's hurt. Right. Um, now, of course, Zero holds his own against the Darklops, but um, he's not quite Up to strong speed. enough. Right. Just gets into basic, <coughs> gets shot away. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. way they can do further in the story. Yeah. So we, uh, Darklops Zero is of course revealed to be a kaiju capsule owned by K, uh, who is the bad guy. That is our. That is our. Author slash really goth looking guy. Right, right. With his hair up, he's an author. With his hair down, yeah. he's goth, and he's, he's got, got a some f- eyeliner going yeah. on, and a lot of can leather. they there, going. Oh god, he's a bad man. <laughs> so he um, he summons the uh, summons the Darklops, and um, he all oh, he senses Ultraman's presence. So that's what he does. He he figures he can sense Zero's presence somewhere. Okay. And so he calls forth the, the dark clops to try to draw him out. Right. Now, meanwhile, we, we meet this salary man who, um, during the fight, tries to save a kid but is hit by a truck. Yes. Yes. Because even though he's a bumbling scaredy cat, he's still yep. was trying to save this kid to save a child from which, a crumbling building. Right. So he gets hit by a truck. And you see his shoe fly off. Because that's how you know it's a bad accident. Right. Right, and then the next thing... As in life. I'm, well, yeah, if, if you see a shoe fly off, off that's Things bad. are not good. Smash cut to the hospital. Right, and the nurses and he, are saying, this can't be good. Yeah, he's got to call his family. He may not make it until yeah. they get here. And Ultraman Zero appears before him. And it's like, I saw what you did for the kid. I'm going to help you out. And in a very 70s, early see, 60s... Late 70s, early 80s thing, he, they smash cut into... Yeah, he kind of falls into, into him, him. In five or six different... Super it's a, yeah, it's like a super imposition. Uh, super imposition. Super imposed. Um, I guess it would be a super imposition. Yeah. that's like Superman staying at your house for too long. <laughs> Come on, are you. As we go. Why are you in the shower? Again. I gotta go to work. Fastest man alive. <laughs> Oh, that's the flash. Never mind. Um, he falls into the salary man and. But, ah, he wakes up. Heals him. Like, Heals him. yeah. Wakes up like, ah. Oh, the nurses start freaking out! One minute this guy's great. about to die, the next minute this guy's up and running around. Right. And yeah. i for work. That's right. Now there was also a news report of a kid that he was trying to save, put up a force field around himself to stop the, the, crumbling, uh, the building. crumbling building. Right. So they're like, oh, kid with real superpowers? Who could it be? And um, we see um, uh, Riku and his friends watching that in the base, in right. the Nebula House, which Nebula we forgot House. to mention last week. They call the base now Nebula House, which, which I is thought a was nice great. Drawback to the old not only Ultraman X, X, but that's where he was living at the beginning of this series. True, 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 true. You know, and that was the only thing they could salvage aside from his tapes and his stuff. His tapes was the Nebula House. From, yeah. Okay, and now his base is called the Nebula, Nebula House. House, right? Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Um. So. Uh, we, uh, the uh, salary man who's, I keep calling him the salary man guys because I can't find his name right now. So you just I have I don't to, think they ever actually gave him a name. I think they just kind of figure he's salaryman man and has Ultraman. Yeah, he's got a seven name. I know powers. he's got a name. I know he's got a name. I just can't find it. I don't think it. they said it anywhere. I don't they know if they don't. did or not. But they, he's, you know, he, uh, he's, he's talking to Ultraman Zero in his head. Right. And he and even puts and his he's hands. He's really freaking out because he doesn't understand what's happening. Right. And he puts his fingers in his ears to make sure he's not hearing it from anywhere else. Right. He's like, I can and he, still hear you. He's Ultraman like, yeah. is like, you know what? This is better that you're keeping out all the rest of the noise. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, yep, yep. That's what's happening. Look, this is a win-win. You heal me, I heal you. Everything's and fine. All good. So then he bumps into a thug. Um... And, and there's his four gang. other thugs there. Right, and the guy's like, you stepped on my foot, you need to apologize, and this and that. And so Salaryman says, yes, I'm sorry, and Ultraman and he grabs him, he's like, yeah, you know, he I'm starts taking a fight, a I'm going to teach you a lesson. And Ultraman Zero says, uh, you want me to fight for you? Because I'll take, hold on a second. Yeah, I'll take over yeah. for a minute. So Salaryman takes his glasses off. And, and they're they're like, a very superman move. I'm going to teach you a lesson, and beats the ever-loving snot. Out of all four of them. Yeah. And then purposely steps on the one punk who said you stepped on my foot. Oh no! Yeah. Here I am yeah. stepping now I'm on stepping your on your foot. Yeah. There was the great move of the breakdance fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and that other move I can't remember now. That we were like, oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> Right before the breakdance fight, there was another... Oh, he does the Popeye wind-up. The Popeye wind-up. Yeah, he grabs exactly. the guy by the shirt. And then and, winds his arm around a couple times, yeah, and, and then and swings And we both sit there going, oh, Popeye though. It's hysterical. Popeye, no. it's hysterical. <laughs> so, um, they they are... Th- he, then he freaks out because he's back in control of himself, puts his glasses back on, picks up his briefcase, and runs And runs work. away. And you're sitting there going, to, okay, you don't realize what you did. I get right. that because Ultraman was in charge of you. Yeah. But you see all these guys falling down, and you run away. Right, that's our first glimpse, by the way, of an ultra just hijacking a human body. As far as I know, oh, okay, at least as far as I've seen, that's the first time I've ever seen an okay. ultra go like, "No, nah, I got this. I'm good. But, I'm good." Yeah, I got you. You, we got this. Whereas, like with um, in X, um, he has to become. He controls Ultraman X. Right. Right. Well, like, they kind of work together. Right. Kind of but thing. he has to learn how to fight. Right. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And even, even in this jeed, we're figuring out that this guy doesn't know how to nope. fight. And he's got to learn from girl. And he's got to learn from, sword from girl girl right. on how to fight. And he's like, no, I don't need to fight. I can sleep. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, wait a minute. You've got this, and attractive is not the word, lone girl yeah. trying to show you how to fight spend time with her and maybe things will turn out better. Yeah. Oh, um, We've got 20, 20 episodes to go. 21 more episodes to work. <laughs> it'll, it'll turn out fine. I'm oh, sure. okay. Everything will be great. Also, does she only own the one pair of shorts? Yes. Of course she does only own the one pair of shorts. What are you thinking? I'm good with that. Oh, no. She has the dolphin shorts, too. At the end of the episode, she's oh, wearing yeah, she those little light like, blue sure, dolphin yeah, shorts. Yeah, yeah, Okay. I mean, great that she's a nomad, but you know... Take her out, and buy her some clothes. Get her some clothes. I yeah, did see that. Couple of t-shirts. <laughs> not asking a lot. Sure, yeah. sure. Pair of slippers. Something. You know. I <laughs> mean Well, she's got her little flip flops that she yeah. runs around in, and her little sandals that she fights in, and all that kind never of stuff. I I was never looking at her feet. All right, well, I'm watching. I would see why not. Yeah. And uh, so, in order to draw the, uh, in order to draw the monster out, of course, our bad guy. Or in order to draw Ultraman out, our bad guy summons a Dark Clop Zero, as we were saying. Um, Gene appears to fight it, right? and uh, he's trying to get Ultraman Zero to come out. So he's like, all hey, right, hey, let's try this. And he creates three more? Two was, more. T- two more of so the there's, Dark Club Zero. Yeah, so Gene is getting his keister handed to him. Seven ways to Sunday, this Yeah. he couldn't beat <laughs> one of them. And now there's three of them. <laughs> it is... Preposterous. Yeah, yeah. They are beating the living tar out of him. So, um, salary man sees this and he's like, "Can't you should you do something?" He goes, "I can't. I'm too weak." Besides, I want to see what he's capable of. And it's like, "Look, Zero. I know you're cocky, and I know you're kind of overconfident. But that's kind of a jerky move." Yeah, you know I mean, well, yeah. But then this the kid. That has created the, the superpowers, shield. right. They find him. They right. have found him. They find him, and then he prays to help Ultraman. Yeah, he's like, come on, Gene, stand up. You can do it. Yeah, And, and then Gene hears him, and he's like, oh, that, that kid is is talking to us. Right, right. So and he stands up, and the little star comes out of the boy. And goes to Gene. And delivers and him, him another two capsule. Two more no, he got the No, he got the other caps. He got Leo last week. Oh, did he? Yeah, he got Leo last okay. week, and... Um, Ultra 7 this week. Ultra 7. Okay, fair enough. So, he becomes this Ultra 7 Leo, Leo combo. combo with armor and like steampunky thing. Like it's like got little rockets coming out of his it's arms and his legs and yeah. sitting there going, okay, that's gonna help him fight. Right. He starts th- fighting the Dark Lopses and he's like, Oh it doesn't hurt when I hit him. I'm wearing armor now. This right. is great. And he has the rockets to help him punch stronger, which yep. is what we gotta figure. Yep. So um, going, like a rocket assist punch. punch. Yeah. He's got um the solar beam thing. Yes. Which is super cool. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Um yeah, so it's it's called the Solid Burning Form. Right. And we're sitting there going, okay, we saw this on the preview, so now we know it's coming, we know, but now we know what combination of Ultras he is. Right. And we're learning what powers this thing has. Right. Which so, is kind of interesting. Exactly. So the Darklapse tries using a boost uh, um, Dimension Storm. Right. And That's then Jeed fights it with the Solar Boost that the thing the out beam his, out of the chest, yes, and cool annihilates yes. him. Yes, yeah. um, then goes after the second one in a slugger match where G takes the eye slugger off of his head. Off his head, right? Which and they fight with the two eyes. Sl- he's now was it, that the an Dark Ultra Club Seven? Thing? Ultra Seven had an eye slugger. Oh, okay. It's like a boomerang, and it's and a, a knife, and, knife and, and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay, um, that's uh, they didn't reveal that as spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the Ultraman Zero movies. But we've already been, it's already been revealed in this that Ultra 7 is, is uh, Zero's father. Right, right. And th- again, this is one of those. They really are going to show you a lot of the different Ultraman things mm-hmm. to try to get you to watch all the different Ultraman. Sure, why not? <laughs> try to that, but like Rich said, here in America, we can't get to see it because of the problems with these two different companies. Yeah. Figure it out. There's a lot of stuff on Crunchyroll, thankfully. There's what? a lot. When I was like Crunchyroll, there's not a lot. No. I mean, not that you know. I only looked for a little while, and then I realized maybe I shouldn't look. So I got no. Ready. You can always look. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm gonna watch. Remember, you, you can look. Okay, Ultraman Geed, Ultraman 80, Ultraman Gaia, Ultraman Ginga, Ultraman Leo. Oh, that's on Crunchyroll. Ultraman Max, Ultraman Mebius, Ultraman right, N- N- Nexus. And Ultraman Orb. Okay. So that's nine, se- ten with Ultraman X. So right, ten, ten series, series on, on Not bad. Okay, fair not bad, not bad. And I also found out that Toku um, is available to stream from Amazon for an additional three dollars a month if you have Prime. I gotcha, I gotcha. So I got to figure out how to work that <laughs> at some point. Because <laughs> I want to be yeah. able to watch ne- Neos and et cetera and well, et cetera and gotcha. Holy gotcha. crap. Gotcha. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just so much. <laughs> anyway. Um, he destroys, of course, with a boost slugger kick. He puts the eye slugger in his ankle. Ankle. And then uses a rocket and kicks at the thing with the rocket and the boost slugger and Oh my goodness. What is it? A cool effect. Yeah. Then destroys the last one uh, with a strike boost. Which and is he, basically the specium right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, K points out that the Dark Club Zero capsule is the third one he needed with four left. So apparently he needs four more capsules, capsules for whatever nefarious plan he's got going Okay, on. Fair, enough. fair enough. So, and that's, that's kind of how the whole thing ends. Yeah. yeah. With uh, with our girl um, cleaning up the, uh, cleaning up Nebula House a little bit. Right, cleaning the, the apartment a bit. Right. And you're sitting there going, okay, th- this girl and th- this Guy are gonna have to do something more than just be good buddies, but it is a kid show, so maybe not. And it's Japanese. Oh, that's everything goes a little bit slower with courtship. Ah, you gotta play things super coy. Okay, because everything's very like I like you, I like. Well, look at the episode. Of X that, um, oh, where I they don't actually their name, told their names, yeah, yeah where that? we haven't gotten to, uh, we haven't gotten to it in the podcast. We did record that episode, it's not out yet. Well, by the time they hear this, they will have heard that. No, because this will be out next Monday, or, yeah, okay. We're cranking them out. The Casey just sent me the uh, one for episode two. Last night, oh, so that's wow. going up today. Oh, okay. we got a week turnaround on these. Oh, are good. They're good. <laughs> that's right. We're, we're not messing around. We do I'm have a couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a couple of episodes of uh, X in the can. Okay. Just in case. I and mean. you better let him out. But um, we're going to do our Monster Minute real quick. Um, and that is uh, for Darklops Zero. He is 45 meters tall, 35,000 tons. He is. Uh, and they did show that at the end, they had the exposition on the monsters. Yeah. Doc Clop, Zero, they don't and give a lot. At least it was a little bit more information, like origin or something. No, no, no. They give enough because they do exactly what you're doing now. So they give the height and the weight, yeah. And then, you know, some sort of. He has this one extra yeah. power. Yeah. And that's really all you kind of need. Yeah. So, uh, powers and weapons are flight. You can maneuver, of course, in anti gravity. Dark Club Zero Sluggers. Uh, They're a pair of crest weapons comparable in strength and mobility to Ultraman Zeros. Um, Dark Club Zero Shot, which is a purple version of Zero's signature ending maneuver. It seems as strong as the original. The Dimension Core. Uh, as a method for interdimensional travel. Okay, fair enough. Dimension Storm. Unique to him, Darklop Zero can concentrate a dimensional energy into its dimension core, located under its color timer, to fire a blast that can send anyone into another universe or dimension. Ooh, that could get you. didn't know that. Darklops Matter. He also demonstrates the ability to fire a powerful beam out of his visor eye. Yeah, we did see that. Okay. We did see that. Um the Zero Changer which reprograms Mecha Gomorrah at some point. Ooh, oh wow. Dark Lopses can also turn themselves into a time bomb whose oh, that would be explosions can eliminate an entire universe. That would be interesting, okay. That's terrifying, yes. quite frankly. That's yes. that, I don't like that. That's that's <laughs> not nice. These guys, you guys, that's terrible. Why would you even invent that? That's how bad Ultraman Belial is. Right. He's right. inventing terrible things. He's inventing robots that can destroy universes. Yeah. Because why? Because oh, he's God. just a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> he wants ultimate power. And if I have to blow a universe for it, oh, too bad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what do we think of episode three? I liked it a lot. I liked it's a lot ramping it. up. Yeah. And, like I said, the the problem I'm going to have, and it's going to be me, and I get it, is I haven't seen enough Ultraman to know where they're going on Mm -hmm. these things, but then they give some exposition, and then I just basically pick your brain on it, and it goes there, and I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think it's... There there wasn't as much physics in this one there's no yeah I know it's me I get it they don't really have <coughs> they don't have any planetary defense forces yeah yeah it's just this kid who becomes Ultraman, so they don't have to have all sorts of extra ships and extra weapons and extra stuff it's just okay here's our exposition yeah he's standing alone get to the fight right and he's well, now with uh, with zero. Right, and now he's got the girl who's going to eventually teach him how to fight mm-hmm. sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once he decides he's ready to, once he decides or, he needs it. Yeah, once he decides he can not have to take a nap today. Right. And you can see that they're just going to use different characters to give him the little stars, to give him the new powers mm-hmm. that he's going to mm-hmm. need to fight whatever right. monster. Right. So it's getting to be to the point There's where... There's two more. There's got to be. Yeah. Because well, we saw another. We right, saw the form Ultraman, Hikari, and uh, somebody else. Something else. <laughs> at least that one. And you can figure. Cosmos? Maybe. Maybe. It might have been Cosmos. Yeah. You can figure they're going to have that, and they're going to try to put in all sorts of different Ultraman, and like you said, so they can sell these little $5 dolls anywhere they want to right. sell them, and kids are going to say, Mom, it's just 5 bucks Come on. Let's yeah. go. We can get all these Ultraman. No problem. Oh, yeah, 5 bucks 5 bucks Exactly. You can't buy an action figure here for $5. No, not at all. Model, I highly, I highly endorse the 500 yen series. Yes, and if we had a five, if the five dollar stores that we do have had, <gasps> that would be delightful. Yeah, could you imagine going to Five Below and being and able to buy Ultra stuff? I mean, you can get the stuff that I have noticed at Five Below. You can get like the Skylander stuff. Yeah, like, and those from two are two years old- ago, right. But, but they're that's fine. They're that's forward they're ses- uh, yeah, compatible. Yeah, yeah, So you're good there. Yeah. You know, you get the old stuff, doesn't matter, it's forward compatible. Even the LEGO Dimension it, stuff is there? Right, right. You know, and even that's not that old as the LEGO Dimension. No. So they have that stuff, but they don't have any Ultraman stuff because we've looked around and yeah, and seen. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. And that. That that would hurt my wallet so badly. So bad. like, oh, I I I could buy, if I could get all <laughs> oh god five <laughs> oh, that would be a. My wife would ban me from Five Below. I need to go to Five Below. I'll go for it. No, you won't. No, no you won't. I need to go. I'm gonna come back with some giant corn Godzilla that I don't need. Well, not it, it's not giant stuff. They're all small. Yeah, they're and, six um, inches. Yeah. But you could see that if they had that kind of stuff, we would obviously buy it, yeah. but because there's this issue between the two different companies, they can't really do it. No, oh, no, they can, you can buy the toys here. There's places like in Japanese import stores and stuff. Oh, you okay. Can I didn't realize that there used thing. to be a place up in uh, Johan Plaza, which is in North Jersey, um, Big oh. Asian, Edgewater. Okay. There you go. Okay. And it was, uh, at a time, there was, there's a, Yo, there's Johan Plaza, there's a bookstore there, Kina Kuna Books. That you can buy. You can buy. I don't know if they have a lot of toys. I haven't been up there in a Dodge ages. Age. It's, a, it's a haul. It, it was, was a, a hall when I lived South in South West Georgia, Orange. Yeah. It was a long drive to uh, get there. Because you had to go up to, like, Palisades Park and then kind of cut And come down, down again. Gotcha. On small roads, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once um, you're on small roads, you're annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's a beautiful area. If you guys have uh, never been to Kenicuna in Edgewater, I recommend that it if it's within driving distance for you, once. Um, good God, I hope it's still there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe, throw a Google at it before <laughs> yeah, you do right. anything. Just a Google. thought. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's really it, it was. It is uh, ramping up. There used to be an amazing toy store there. Um, um, and you could buy, they had all racks, the okay. racks of stuff. All right. Oh Oh God, right. it was amazing. Um, and I used to have some that still had the Kinakunya and uh, toy, toy village or something. It was something called like Pony Go Round. I don't know. Pony Go Round it was called, and it had the pony toy. Uh, Still, barcode stickers. Barcode on stickers. They right. were like two dollars, two fifty. Oh, 250. you can't argue with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was yeah, Like I said, I found them once at. I found a big bin of them. All right, at, right. At a bought a bunch Tower. Right. Bought a good yeah. bunch of them. Gotcha. Yeah, I just filled up a shopping bag. It was nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh god, that would be great. I'm sure if we went to Chinatown, we could find at least some. Oh sure, like I said. Well, Toy Tokyo has Toy Tokyo has one second. I'm Avenue. sure. And looking around Chinatown, I was just in Chinatown on. Friday evening. Oh, I wish you'd have told me. I told you to go to Elizabeth Center. I've been there. Oh, have you been downstairs? Yeah. Oh. Not any time recently. Oh, I was going to say, I, go downstairs and, didn't, and marvel. I <laughs> I just I've just been like, there. oh. First time I went down there, I was like, oh. Yeah, it's basically money flying my out of your pocket. Wow, wallet <laughs> hurts so much. But I mean, the, the the problem we always have with working in Chinatown is you know you can't eat any of the food. Unless you really know that the restaurant has a great turnover, because you're never really sure how they're making the food, having been in the back of enough of these Chinese restaurants. This is true. Chinatown Noodle Factory or Noodle House? There's one right on. um, Mott. What's the main, the big main street that goes through at the top of Chinatown before you get to the bridge? Bowery? Bowery. Okay. If you go down Elizabeth and then you turn up Mott. Yep. By the way, this is local Great. stuff for local... <laughs> yeah, for local people. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, and then you make a right. There's like the Chinatown Noodle House that's yes, called? Yes, I know exactly where you're talking. Fantastic. That and right across the street from that Chinatown Noodle House is Wohop. and they have an immense turnover because it's a very famous restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know you're going to get decent food there Right. and it's relatively cheap. Yeah, there's oh. also a place down on Mont. Ma- and I don't know the name of it, but it looks like a just looks like your average takeout. Yep. Right? And you walk in, and then they're like, you want to eat here? And I was like, you can eat here? No, a table in sight, right? Yeah, they're all on the back. It's all white. Yeah, you walk through this tiny little corridor. You go over a bridge. Yep. There's a stream. Yep. I know which place you're talking about. I can't think of the it. It is thing. so good. It is good food. And I the portions are gigantic. Unbelievable. I and yeah. I know the place you're talking about, yeah. but I can't think of the name. I used to have the business card. I no longer yeah, have it. Of, of course. It. But, but anyway. Hey, and if thing. you're there in Chinatown, guys, Chinatown Ice Cream Factory, also on my... Um, Not bad ice cream. I've eaten oh, it. the yeah. green tea ice cream is amazing. This has been Fat Guys talking about food. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> And going, oh, now I'm hungry for yeah, Chinese I, food. So I'm totally hungry for <laughs> Chinese food. This is bad. This is bad. I'm finally under 250 pounds for the first time in two years, well, and I'm, I'm really, congratulations. Yeah, I'm about to blow it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So we, um, that's basically it, guys. Uh, we're next week. We're gonna we're gonna see. Oh, give the title of the next week episode because it's such a ridiculous title. Let me see if I can find the title of next week's. The episode. The job that hunts for monsters. The, yeah, or something like that. Investigates aliens. The, the job that investigates, investigates aliens. aliens. That's right. And you're sitting there going. I'd like that job. That sounds like a good job, except (laughs) when you investigate... You know, it sounds like like a great idea until you realize that 90% of the aliens you're investigating are there to conquer Earth. Exactly. And they have stuff like ray guns. That will kill you you instantly. Yeah, and (laughs) think about your life. You think you're the star of your movie. But, more than likely, you're the guy that gets shot. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely absolutely. Somebody else is the hero of that story, <laughs> and they're going to look at you and go, you're in the way. He was a good man, you know what? <laughs> That's it. It's basically it. True. Alright guys, we have a contest coming up soon, there's going to be a giveaway. I'm not going to, I don't have too many details yet, but we're trying to get to 100 subscribers. We're at 55 right now. There you go. Um, so, Tell your friends if they like Ultraman and they want to listen to this, please um, have them listen to the Science Patrol. Uh, post about it on social media with the uh, with our uh, with our Twitter feed at Ultraman Podcast. And uh, we really, really appreciate everything you guys do. Rate and review us on iTunes. And give us please. five stars. Yeah, why not? Feel generous about it. <laughs> Feel generous with it. Um, we're all right, dudes. And uh, we're gonna, there's going to be a nice giveaway come the end of this year, and we're going to give away some cool Ultra stuff. All right. Um, because that's why we're talking about shopping. <laughs> so Crazy, right? It's we a thought. these things. Yeah. All right, so that's enough for us this week. Um, again, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford, Science Patrol. Take care, everyone. Take it away, guys. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.